welcome to uh, a brief study of Acts chapter 17. Uh, today, before we get into the Word of God, uh, let us just take a minute and pray. Heavenly Father, we thank you for the Word, for your Word of God that is light. Father, we thank you like you speak in Psalms 86:11 that you will teach us your ways today, O Lord that we may live according to your truth. Grant us purity of heart as we stand in the word today, that we may be able to honor you in Jesus' name. Amen. So Acts chapter 17, we're going to start with Paul preaching in Thessalonica. Verse 1 starts by saying, Paul and Silas then traveled through the towns of Amphipolis and Apollonia and came to Thessalonica where there was a Jewish synagogue and verse 2 says as was Paul's custom he went to the synagogue service and for the for three Sabbaths in a row he used the scriptures to reason with the people as was his custom. Paul had a custom and you could call it a habit or one of those things that he used to do. And what's interesting is um, I believe he was emulating, this is a character emulated from Jesus Christ. We see in Luke chapter 4 verse 16 about Jesus, it says, he went to Nazareth, where he had been brought up. And on the Sabbath day, as he went into the synagogue, as was his custom, he stood to read. And so we see that Paul, like Jesus, had a custom. I pray that God will grant us habits or customs or things that about us that we shall not compromise about if it is our prayers in the morning, if it is a moment of worship and, and praise, that these shall be our customs. These shall be things that we cannot compromise about. And in doing this, I believe that God shall grant us the grace to be able to get the results that even we see Paul having. And so Paul um, preached about God's goodness about um, the Messiah, telling people that Jesus Christ was a Messiah. And we come to verse 5 and it says, But some of the Jews were jealous. So they gathered some troublemakers from the marketplace to form a mob and start a riot. They attacked the home of Jason, searching for Paul and Silas, so they could drag them out of the crowd hallelujah and you will see as we go ahead even in verse 13 the same thing paul as he was teaching as he was spreading the word of god as he was declaring the good news of the gospel there was always people that came against him and again I'll, it's very interesting that the, the kind of opposition was kind of always the same. First of all, there was people who would gather 
some troublemakers. Yeah, so the same thing again we see in Mark chapter 5, verse 11, happening to Jesus. And uh, before his, he was crucified, it says, Mark chapter 15, 11, but the chief priests stirred up the crowds to have Pilate release Barnabas instead. That was instead of Jesus. And so, even as we prepare to go out in the marketplace and daily to grow, to teach the word of God, it's amazing that some of these things are spoken to us that we may not be surprised when they happen. Yeah, I know one of the scriptures that says, a man considers how much it's going to cost him to build a house. A wise man would do that. And so I pray that God will grant us that grace. That grace to know that even as we reach out to God, that some of these things may happen to us, but these will not draw us back. In John chapter 16, 32 to 33, Jesus saying, but the time is coming. Indeed, it's here now when you will be scattered, each one going his own way, leaving me alone. Yet I am not alone, hallelujah, because the Father is with me. I have told you all this so that you may have peace in me. Here on earth, you will have many trials and sorrows, but take heart because I have overcome the world. Hallelujah. This is the confidence that we have, that no matter how much we are mocked, no matter what opposition that we are faced with, God has said these things may happen and these things will happen. But this is what we have, that God will never leave us. I remember uh, again a scripture when Jesus was giving the final instruction to his disciples in Matthew chapter 28 and verse 20. He says, teach these new disciples to obey all the commands I have given you and be sure of this. I am with you always, even to the ends of the edge. Hallelujah. And so I see the importance of creating that fellowship and that intimacy with God. Because in times where we face opposition and mockery, that we will know, and this will be our reality, that there is one person who will never leave us, one who will never forsake us, who is always there for us. And with him, we have peace. And so in whatever we do as we try to be the light of the world and the salt of the earth, that that shall be one thing that shall never leave our minds, that God indeed is always with us. And this, I believe, was one of the reasons why Paul, or that one of the things that helped Paul keep pressing on, even in the opposition that he faced. And so we see that Paul preached the word of God in Thessalonica and some came to Christ. Hallelujah. Glory to God. So again, some of the people in Thessalonica after the teachings came to Christ and then because of the stirring up, the believers sent Paul 
and Silas off and they went to Berea. And that's his verse 10. That very night, the believers sent Paul and Silas to Berea. When they arrived there, they went to the Jewish synagogue. And verse 11 says, And the people of Berea were more open-minded than those in Thessalonica. And they listened eagerly to Paul's message. They searched the scriptures day after day to see if Paul and Silas were teaching the truth. As a result, many Jews believed, as did many of the prominent Greek women and men. Hallelujah. We see the difference between the church in Berean and the church in Thessalonica. In Thessalonica, we see that just a few of them came to follow Paul. But in Berean, Berea, many, it says many, verse um, 12, as a result, many Jews believed and many of the prominent Greek women and men believed that the gospel, hallelujah. And this, I believe the difference between the first group of people in Thessalonica and this one was the fact that one, they were open-minded and how were they open-minded? They searched the scriptures day after day to see if Paul and Silas were teaching the truth. And so they learned about the scriptures themselves. They searched the scriptures themselves. I pray that God shall grant us the grace to search the scriptures by ourselves, to seek for an experience with him, a personal experience, not an experience that is general, not an experience that is from other people, that we shall go ahead and seek to have an experience, a personal experience, as we search the scriptures personally, so that we may grow. One man said that a man with an experience is not at the mercy of a man with an argument, and so that God shall grant us an experience as we seek his word as the people or as the church in Beria. And like I said, still the opposition came up. The same people were not pleased with what was happening in Beria. And they again <laughs> did the same thing. They organized people and stirred them up and stirred trouble up for Paul and they had to move on. And they moved on to Athens. We see Paul moving on. Athens and that's verse 16 when Paul was waiting for them for that is for for Timothy and Silas in Athens he was deeply troubled by all the idols he saw everywhere in the city he went to the synagogue to reason with the Jews and God fearing Gentiles and he spoke daily and in the public square to all who happened to be there while he was waiting he did something, he, he observed something, and he was deeply troubled. This kind of speaks to the passion that Paul had for the church, for the gospel. Hallelujah. Paul had a passion for the gospel. Paul had a passion for the gospel. And also in, this reminds me of a scripture that in Jeremiah 20 verse 9, but if I say I will never mention the Lord or speak in his name. 
His word burns in my heart like a fire. It's like a fire in my bones. I am worn out trying to hold it in. I can't do it. I see Paul had that kind of thing and I pray that God will grant us that passion, a passion for souls, a passion for the advancement of the kingdom of God. That that passion shall not allow us to settle that passion like Paul had that as soon as he entered the city there are things that he noticed that God shall open our eyes to notice certain things in our communities and we shall seek to find a solution or pray about these situations that we shall not just pass by in our communities in the marketplace in our workplaces as we see things happen but we shall at least take time to read the word of God, take time to pray about these situations. And so we see Paul in verse 18 having debates. He took the opportunity as he was speaking in the synagogue and all and in the marketplaces. And he had debates with some of the Epicurean and Stoic philosophers. They had him and they they were in they were driven to find out what he was trying to say and i see that paul because he was up and about in the marketplace and teaching a door was open in this in this scenario because in verse 19 says then they took him to the high council of the city come and tell us about the new this new this new teaching they said and so Paul had an opportunity to now go to the council to preach or to teach the word of God. And then in verse 34, we see after Paul taught the word of God, it says, but some joined him and became believers. Among them were Dionysius, a member of the council, a woman named Damaris, and others with them. And so I pray that God shall open our eyes to the doors that he opens, that as we go about our tasks in the marketplace, as we go about our tasks in our families, in our communities, that God shall continue to open up doors and we shall be observant enough to notice the doors that he opens to us and we like Paul shall be ready to teach the word of God and we shall let God do his work of drawing men to himself. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Heavenly Father, we thank you for your word and we thank you, O oh God, for everything that you are doing and you continue to do in our lives we pray that indeed as we continue in our marketplace in our jobs in our careers in our schools in whatever we do that lord we shall have customs things that we shall not compromise about and lord you shall grant us that passion like paul had and lord we shall always remember that you promised us that you will never leave us nor forsake us we give you praise, 
for your grace in jesus name we pray amen